The NFL began in 1920. 2019 marked the 99th year of the National Football League. And in 99 years, there has only been 23 black head coaches. And there have been a smaller number of general managers. So as the NFL gets ready to celebrate its centennial in 2020, and you hit them with those numbers, what are they going to say? How does one rationalize that? Those numbers are embarrassing, disgusting. You are telling me I cannot find any black guys that can coach a football team? All the hours of practice, push-ups, tape? It doesn't make any sense, Beaks. 99 years, 23 head coaches, the first one, Fritz Pollard, 1920. Then you don't have the next one until 1989. And then 30 years later, there are only what? 22 more. Even with the Rooney rule. And it's funny, even though there's a Rooney rule, you'll still see on the ESPN ticker how these teams aren't in interview are not even interviewing black guys for head coaching jobs. Okay, Dave, but for those that don't know, according to Wikipedia, the Rooney Rule is a National Football League policy that requires league teams to interview ethnic and minority candidates for head coaching and senior football operation jobs. It's sometimes cited as an example of affirmative action, although there is no quota or preference given to minorities in the hiring of candidates. It was established in 2003, and variations of the rule are now in place in other industries. And of course, it was named after longtime uh, Pittsburgh Steelers owner Dan Rudy, who was also chairman of the diversity committee for uh, the NFL. Hugh Jackson, terminated. Todd Bowles, terminated. Vance Joseph, fired. Steve Wilkes, terminated. And Marvin Lewis. His era has finally ended from the Cincinnati Bengals. 16 years. Had a winning record, 0-7 in playoffs, but he was terminated. Now remember, the NFL is 68% African American. Now we could run, we can catch, we can throw. I mean, look how many years it took to finally believe in black quarterbacks, but there's still a little doubt if black quarterbacks can stay in the pocket, read a defense, and all the other stuff that goes with it. So therefore, Nerve, Tor- Nerve Tor- Turner, Rich Kotite, Rex Ryan, remember them, they get recycled like a pair of old shoes. Continue to lose and lose and get opportunity, if worst case, to get a job in ESPN. Horrible. And of course, they say nothing about the lack of black head coaches. This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. And I just read that more people watched NFL last year. So what happened to that boycott? Fell to the wayside. You see, they figured it out. Stay away from the anthem discussion and Americans can move on to something else, like what? The federal government shutdown. See how that works? You see Trump hasn't said anything about what? NFL and Anthem? 
See, what I told you, Beaks, Americans have short memories. Yeah, you're right. I forgot. So even though all these quarterbacks were hurt, Colin Kaepernick's name came up with the Washington football team. But what happened? I knew they weren't going to sign him. Wasn't going to happen. Because that'll do what? Bring the attention back to the NFL. Hello? And the black head coach GM thing doesn't get the same steam because why? Eric Dickinson, Lawrence Taylor, all these great players don't organize and say, you know what? We demand black head coaches. We demand black general managers. You don't play to just play it. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, why don't they say something? You see? And we see the boycotts, they don't work. Because too many fans are obsessed with the NFL. You are now listening to the podcast for your punk ass. So now the NFL is looking for what? Coaches who are geniuses, offensive gurus. You know what that means, folks. Tony Junji the other day in the Undefeated on ESPN said, a number of white reporters are still referring to white players as what? Not athletic. Smart, right? Stand in the pocket. Yeah, and how they make great decisions. And Leader of men. Yeah. While black, port, black quarterbacks are athletic, it's intuitive. And how their legs are very strong. Quick feet. And, yeah. <laughs> Naturally born athletes. Sometimes a little inaccurate makes big plays with his legs. This is still part of the discourse of these announcers. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. So now this year, we see what? We want offensive geniuses. Remember Chip Kelly's two-year run with the Eagles? And now we see pro teams running college offenses. And we see now that this is the whole thing spread fast, keep the ball moving. Video game type of action. No more ground and pound. Nope. Offense, offense, offense. Mm. So the Arizona Cardinals, who fired Steve Wilkes, the brother got one year. That organization's a disaster, Beaks. Yeah. But nevertheless, they bring in Cliff Kingsbury. Uh Who in the hell is that? (laughs) He's supposed to be the quarterback guru, Dave. He... He's made a name for himself from developing mediocre you quarterbacks. You see what I mean? Yeah. Case Keenum, Johnny Menzel, Pat Mahomes. Those quarterbacks helped make Kingsbury a genius, a guru. Just like John Gruden back in the day, one of the most overrated coaches in the history of the NFL. The 10-year, $100 million contract took over for the Tony Dungy and Tampa Bay Buccaneers and won, quote-unquote, air quotes, won the Super Bowl. Come on, bruh. That was Dungy's work, but it's all good. We got it. So now the black coach that the Dolphins will hire is Brian Flores. But he's a defensive guy from Brooklyn. Shout out to Jay-Z, Biggie, Junior Mafia, BK to the all the Brooklyn Go MCs. Brooklyn. Played football at Boston College. He was a linebacker from 99 to 2003. Got an injury. I can't play the next level, so guess what? Let me go into coaching. 2014, he's a scouting assistant for the Patriots. Two years later, he's pro scout assistant with the Patriots. Then 2008, he's a special teams assistant coach under Belichick. So that's how you move up, folks. 2010, he's a um, linebacker coach. And then 2018, promoted to defensive coordinator. So Flores is a defensive guy in a time when what? We're looking for offense. But I said this to you before, folks. 
because of the backlash, because of the lack of black head coaches, I'm going to be honest with you. I think one team takes it for the team. So they can say at least there's one, right? I, what, I really yeah. believe that. I see what you're saying. Because if they didn't hire at least one black coach, the emails, all the essays, all the talk shows goes on and on and on. And the NFL is trying to shake themselves from the what? Colin Kaepernick, which has been moved way to the background. So we got to have at least one. Not doubting Flores' strength or his, or his brilliance and all that. We're just saying how these things work. And let's be honest, I guarantee folks are thinking what I said anyway. They only hired him because he's the black guy. If we didn't, there'll be a problem. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. So let's look at Flores. Belichick's been there forever, been successful. Brady never got hurt. The Patriots' defense over the years haven't been outstanding. More bend but don't break and limit mistakes. So Flores is the beneficiary of that. Belichick, whatever he says is gold, looked out for him, right? If Belichick wasn't winning and they were back and forth, Flores wouldn't have that access. Now, it's funny. They're saying we're looking for offensive gurus. Whatever happened to Dave Shaw's name, the head coach of Stanford University? Yeah, and his father, Willie Shaw, actually played in the NFL. Your boy Shaw was offensive coordinator under Jim Harbaugh at Stanford. Harbaugh goes to the San Francisco 49ers, then goes to the University of Michigan. So we see that Shaw spent eight years in the NFL as an offensive coordinator, wide receivers coach, quarterback coach. He's been at Stanford. His career record is 82 and 26, 55 and 17 in the conference, and his name doesn't come up. He coached McCafferty. Remember him, the running back with the Carolina Panthers? But somehow, Shaw is not viewed as a guru. Now, again, he plays for Stanford, the Pac-12. Some would argue that Stanford, again, the academic requirements, you're not getting the top, top, top players. He doesn't run a spread offense. Who knows what? Stanford is not a legitimate Pac-5 Big Five program. But what happened to his name? David Shaw's name used to come up as an offensive guru. So how does this happen, Beeks? It is more about them than it is about the team. Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Hello? So what happens when African Americans are wide receivers, quarterbacks, running backs? Now, one could argue that Blacks just started playing quarterbacks a few 20, 30 years ago. Just like in baseball, catchers, quote-unquote, are the best managers. So in football, people that play quarterback are the best coaches because that's the most important position in football. So what's happening? What's going on down here? Where are the numbers? So we see that there's something going on. Now, Eric Bieniemy uh, works under Andy Reid with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. But we also know in Division I football level, if there are no head coaches there, black head coaches, there'll be very few offensive coordinators. So this is, again, Beeks, what we call a systemic problem. You understand what I'm saying? Systemic. In other words, there's still a fundamental belief or a doubt into intellectual competency of black football coaches. The NFL, this is his 99th season. There's only been 24 black head coaches. No, no, no. You, you don't want me to go much further. 
Go right ahead. Ask your question. That's what we're talking about. The Rooney Rule is cosmetic. In theory, it sounds great, but if it's not enforced, are there any penalties? Are owners going to write checks? Because it's funny, when there's a position out there, you'll go under the ticker, and they'll have the white guy's name already. I mean, that's quick. How does that work? Did they interview any black candidates? Probably not. We couldn't do diddly poo offensively. We couldn't make a first down. We couldn't run the ball. We didn't try to run the ball. We couldn't complete a pass. This team is going to the playoffs. Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. You think having a 37-year-old on to Cincinnati? It's nothing about the past, nothing about the future. It's right now we're preparing for Cincinnati. I don't mind you asking a question, but I don't need to answer it. Is that all right with you? So, Beaks, how do we solve this problem? The Rooney Rule's not working effectively. We're still looking, there's more black coaches in defense than offense. And we're still trying to fill the pipeline. But you see, this is how it goes. There's one route, like Kingsbury, where you play football, you give an NFL a shot, doesn't work out, I'll get into coaching. Then there's Brian Flores. I get injured, graduate from college, pay my dues, and 14 years later, he's a head coach. And a big part of it, he's hooked up on the Belichick and their long-term success. But we know Division I is a, a small number of black Division I football coaches. And then how many offensive coordinators, head offensive coordinators were African-American in Division I football level? How many NFL level? Those numbers are small as well. So again, how, how are we going to solve it? Do we give these black coaches a chance, a fair chance, or get one year like Wilkes at Arizona Cardinals? Or you put them on bad teams with bad drafting, cheap owners, injuries, drafting good people, no scandals, and the list goes on and on and on. Not getting caught up. You see what I mean? So if a black coach will get five years and all these other variables, it's hard to succeed. And then the other pressure is because if people believe black coaches aren't good coaches, it reaffirms the stereotype, you see? I told you you couldn't do it. And then we have Marvin Lewis in his performance. Now again, if you look at it, there are more bad white coaches than black head coaches, but still it's the perception. 99 years, there'll be only 24 black head coaches in NFL, in the NFL. If we look at their records, look what their outputs, you know there are more white coaches with losing records. There are more white coaches have been fired because why? They're the majority. But black coaches get all the attention, all the criticism, and that's a problem. And then we are successful, like Mike Tomlin, it's usually because not X's and O's, strategy, long film study. It's all about what? Getting along with players, rah-rah speeches, and all this other stuff. They don't, do, black coaches don't get credit for devising an in-depth game analysis. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. So we'll see, as the NFL hits 100th anniversary, this will be a number one topic. We'll talk about it, say the same old stuff. We'll consult Tony Dungy and other folks. We'll say the same old thing, the pipeline, Rooney Rule, and business will go on as usual. It is more about them. Hello? I'm not too optimistic about this, Beaks. I don't see it. A day where there'll be 12 black head coaches. It's just not going to happen. Go right ahead. Ask the question. We'll have the conversation, then move on. 
and on and on. They was on. free to buy cheap, take a chance to go long. Creep around the streets until a dollar was gone. But they wanted four clothes on the life they never chose. But yours are for the chosen, they flow was kind of frozen and their pride was just slipping away. They couldn't sleep because they was dozing, just keeping their eyes open. So they're not even prepared for what you're doing today. Now they're not even prepared for what you're doing today. Because when you become king, everybody down to wear the crown with you. For every kingdom, there's some clown that's got a frown with you. Pound for pound, these probably couldn't last around with you. And when they box you out, I doubt they're down to rebound with you. Talk about how they act and root and foul with you. When all they talk about is how the media keeps on drowning you. It's not forbidden to forgive them when they feeling sorry. And so excited to be invited to the after party. You pay the price for whatever was right. When it starts going wrong and you're losing the fight. But that coach is like a vulture when the losing just lingers. Brady won another Super Bowl, the Knicks traded Porzingis. Woo! The podcast for your punk ass. 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 This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. It is more about them than it is about the team. Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. That's the show, folks. Hopefully we see some more black head coaches hide in the NFL in the very near future. Congratulations to the New England Patriots on winning the Super Bowl. And we're going to bring you another podcast for your punk ass as soon as it's humanly possible. Because without you... The dark brown shades of my skin there would only be us. Only add color to my tears. Oh, oh, that splash against my hollow bones. That rocks my soul. Oh, 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 oh. Looking back over my false dreams that I once knew. Wondering why my dreams never came true Is it because I'm black? Uh Somebody tell me what can I do? Oh Lord Something is holding me back Uh Is it because I'm black? In this well of no pity I was raised in the ghettos of the city Yeah, oh Lord Uh. Uh. Mama, she worked so hard To earn every penny Something is holding me back Uh Is it because I'm black?